0: recording this a few minutes shy of my 30th birthday anyone who's been around me long enough knows that i get really emotional around my birthday uh usually my tears are reserved for the 26th of june but y'all i have been crying since the 23rd for every little thing i dead ass cry like 10 times in a row for no reason um a lot of thug cries and probably like double the boo like a lot of heavy crying. And it's been like this like since college, it's been like this like big cathartic moment for me to just like pour it all out, especially right now, the time like going into my birthday. Um, but yesterday I was talking to my friend Koyet about how like the tears started flowing very, very early this year. And she said, well, you know, think about it as like, you know, you crying is like washing away all the negative feelings, you know, kind of just like a dump. And so that I can like, you know, step fresh into my next year. And we cry for different reasons. And I honestly don't know why so many overwhelming feelings come over me during this time. Um, but um probably still gonna cry regardless uh once i wrap this up and blink subscribe to my patreon if you want to see that content okay i'm just kidding i'm just kidding (laughs) but changing the way that i think about this almost like ritualistic moment for me uh like it gave me a positive spin on it like i don't have to think about it as a draining you know experience which is how i've always framed it in my mind like what you doing i'm just i'm I'm just, you know, emotional around my birthday. Y'all know how I get. And it just was just like this kind of down moment for me. Um, But like, I don't have to think about it that way. It could just be like, you know, just releasing a lot of things, but just making room for, you know, new stuff to flow in. So, you know, with that being said, I am really excited to usher in my 30s. My anxiety led me to believe led me excuse me my anxiety led me to believe that you know i wasn't going to make it so um well uh, there is only four minutes left so there is a tiny window of possibility of me not making it but if you're hearing this then i did make it thank you to my family and friends uh pretty much for helping me get this far and saving me from myself i love you all now (laughs) Please enjoy my conversation with the homie, Mallory, as we discuss her self-care, Reiki, and being a mom. Today, I have Mallory as a guest. Mallory,
1: hey. Hey, girl, hey.
0: How are you doing today?
1: I'm well, tired, but I'm well.
0: So I like to start off with, pretty much, how do I know my guests? Um, Do you remember how we met. Do you not remember how we met? I do not remember how we met. I remember the first time me knowing of your existence Okay. and meeting you. But I don't think that that was the first time I met you. No. Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> so, um, I went to Greens Point with you all. Our parents were very close. Greens when,
0: Point Baptist Church.
1: Yes. Our parents were very close when we were children. Um... And your sister, Catherine, and I were really good friends and you and my brothers were the same age. because Their birthday's on the 24th. Mm, okay. Tomorrow.
0: Tomorrow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and this podcast married.
0: will come out on time, guys, just so you know.
1: <laughs> um, and so, but I don't think you and I actually built a relationship until our adulthood
0: lives. Correct. But I think you went to Carver, right? Mm-hmm. I remember meeting you outside of Carver one day. I think we were going to pick up Catherine or something like that. And I remember you mentioning like your brother and all this stuff. And I was just like, I don't know who this girl is, but she has a lot of energy and she's she knows me. Okay, great. But did you know
1: my brothers?
0: I knew your brothers. Yes, oh, I knew Mike. Yes, so it wasn't like I, you were foreign <laughs> completely, was like, was but I, I the had manager? no, no, no. <laughs> but I didn't know you fully at that time. But yes, like you said, it wasn't until. Uh, and I would say maybe in the last three years, mm-hmm. if you were, you know, that we've developed more something uh, separate from Catherine. Yes. And so, yeah, separate from Catherine. And you
1: also help me with my baby.
0: I do. I babysit Young I Dylan. Which I definitely
1: appreciate. Who
0: is such a ray of sunshine. And every time I see him and I hang out with him, it just, it reminds me of joy because he's just so happy. He is. Ah, He is. I told him you were coming. I'm excited to see he him. He said, Kia, I love her. <laughs> I'm special, y'all. Y'all already know that, though. Uh, um, so, yeah, that's how how uh, Mel and I know one another. Um, so I, you did say earlier when I asked, how are you doing? You said you were feeling tired. And that's how you're feeling right now in this moment. Yes. Correct. Do you care to expand upon that? What's, what's got you tired today? I know it's, it's a pretty loaded type no. of feeling because of what's going on, maybe. But
1: um, I'm not emotionally tired today. I'm physically tired just from work um i just came back from out of town last night and have to realize i'm getting older mm-hmm. and so me coming from out of town and going straight to work does not work anymore i need to take that extra day off mm-hmm. to get my life in order that's important so yeah because i didn't get back home last night until 10 so i'm physically
0: tired you're not getting off the plane and heading right right in work.
1: listen no i cannot <laughs> do that when i was 25 yes but at 34 that's not a thing <laughs>
0: that was me with today <laughs> I think that was a lot of people with Tobago. I got off and went straight to work. Straight
1: to work? <laughs> yeah. No, I can't do that anymore. No, 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 no. That
0: gives me anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's the way that you've identified something that you need. You know you need that, that one day. Mm-hmm. So leading into that, how do you define self-care?
1: Um, as simplest as the definition could be, taking care of self. For me, that is really whether it's having a long time for an hour, you know, with sending my child across the street to a friend or something mm-hmm. and spending a long time, or on Saturdays, um, getting my hair done, getting my nails done, um, getting a facial, um, <clears throat> something where I'm just literally just taking care of myself. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to be necessarily doing things like I just said, but. It's just being by myself, meditating, just quiet
0: time even. you just kind of asking yourself what you need? Is yes,
1: that- I do do that. Those are important conversations because our bodies will definitely tell us what we need if we listen. Even if it's just like a drink of water
0: mm-hmm.
1: or if we need a time out from an activity,
0: yeah.
1: um, whatever. If we take the time to just sit and literally develop a relationship with our bodies, mm-hmm. they will answer
0: yeah, either it'll be like a an initial reaction to something, yes. like a physical reaction to things or people, like yes. even energies. Like I find myself when it's like, oh, I need to separate. It's just like something yes, uh, just kind of came about. And because I, I, I know and that's I know what the balance is. Yes. I know where that middle line is for me. So when that kind of gets tilted, then it's like, OK, I need to adjust a little bit and figure out how to get myself back to that. My middle ground. That middle ground. Yeah. Even
1: like just, you're talking about like energies and stuff, even like meeting people or being around people, if they cause me anxiety, I'll excuse myself and say, hey, (laughs) I'll see y'all later, or we don't need to have this conversation anymore, or block them. Like, (laughs) I'd be
0: like, it's okay when you meet new people that it don't work out. (laughs) Like, you know what, we're just not, we're not compatible here. And
1: that's important to have that conversation, like, listen. This ain't really what it is, and I'm not really trying to be rude, but don't call me no more. I don't want to have to just, like, block you and be toxic, but it happens. But um, even this weekend, I was around someone, Mm -hmm. and I got really, really bad pelvic pain. Like, really bad. Like, it went from level zero, where we were just chilling, to level 25 Mm -hmm. of pelvic pain. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, like, I just sat there and was like, body, what is wrong? Like, why are we feeling this pain? Do you want me to leave? Is there something going on? Because it wasn't my cycle. I knew that. It wasn't anything. Like, I felt like my body was, like, really trying to tell me something. Mm -hmm. And then, like, I sat there for about five or ten minutes, and I just finally made the decision, like, I'm just going to go. And when I got to where I was staying, the pain was relieved. Mm -hmm. And so... Even in that moment, that was still taking care of myself. Absolutely. Instead of just suffering through whatever it is, because I fully believe obedience is better than sacrifice.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Because what, what did you lose from that moment? You're like, you know yeah. what? I did. I took the time to take care of myself because this is what I thought I needed in this moment. Because yes. even, even if you still were in pain afterwards, it's like, you know what? Maybe that didn't work. Let me try something else. Yes. But it's about the process. are trying to figure it out. Yes. <laughs> process of elimination. <laughs> what do I need right now? Yes. And what? Okay, that didn't work. Okay, what's next? Right. And keep going down. Like, it's a... Honestly, it's a never ending process yes. because I'm finding a lot now with us being in quarantine that what I needed outside of this, like, you know, BC before Corona mm-hmm. or COVID or however, whatever y'all want to see, whatever y'all want to <laughs> say, like my needs were different. So uh-huh. I have to like tend to those needs, you know, differently today. Yeah. And asking myself, okay, what is it that you need now? Because maybe what I wanted before, I don't have access to. Yes.
1: Yes. And that was a thing, too. Like, I wanted something totally different that evening. And then my body was like, no, girl. Like, you got to go. And I was like, oh. But, and Look, I was it's like, oh. Like, really? No, we didn't no, have this conversation no, prior.
0: No, but we, now we're, we're having a
1: conversation. <laughs> and ladies, like, definitely listen to your wombs. Like, develop a relationship with them. And they'll help you, like, with friendships, relationships, and you know, really asking them what they need to be able to take care of yourself. That is very, very important. Man, I can't speak on y'all,
0: but... We still see <laughs> Please don't
1: you. listen to your penises. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh my terrible. gosh, no! And it's like, okay, what do you even tell a dude to listen to? Not even trash y'all. I don't y'all. even know.
1: <laughs> like, I guess your own intuition. I mean, because I believe males have intuitions of their own. They just... Ours just come from our uteruses. I don't
0: really know where. Yeah, they... Maybe they just ignore it. They intuition do, it's just like, nah. Actually, let me just use my head. i um, it's stubborn, so let me go ahead and use use that. my penis head or my pe-
1: either one. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they be
0: using. Man, y- y'all know I love y'all. I've had <laughs> I've had male guests, and we've t- you know we're, it's 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 fair play here. There's no laws. Pl- it just fair, is what it is. Yeah, fair play. <laughs> but Mel, I'm glad you brought up womb work. Um, I know that you. Are is it a reiki practitioner How? what is the correct is. oh yeah i got <laughs> okay. it okay <laughs> uh, so reiki practitioner um i know that that concept may be a little foreign to some of my listeners so i would like for you to uh, just to kind of explain what reiki is um how you got into it and i guess how maybe it helps you with your self-care and then what you do for other people cool with it.
1: um okay so Reiki is basically like a Japanese um, energetic healing. Um, You can either be in person or you can be long distance. Um, But it's really just tapping into whatever the body's needs are. Sometimes you don't know until you actually start the session on the person. Or if the person specifically says, hey, um, I've been having like, I don't know, like bad cycles or like knee problems. The energetic healing can go for uh, mental, spiritual, emotional, and physical healing. Um, sometimes it may take a couple of sessions in order for, you know, things to quote unquote clear out. Um, but for the most part, that first initial session really just gives a practitioner a view of what's needed for that person's healing. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we can focus on for future sessions or what have you. Um, I have done Reiki on myself maybe about two or three times. I don't do it often, and it's not really for a necessary reason. It's just I just don't do it that often on myself. But I have, um, and when I have done it, I've focused more on my womb and healing um, womb trauma, and, mm-hmm. um, Specifically, like forgiveness from different relationships, familial and um, male or female relationships, mm-hmm. as well as we, we um, hold on
0: to that, we carry it through. Yes, as much as I like to, not we, believe do. It, we do. We <laughs> do.
1: And then it shows up um, as like you know cysts or fibroids or um, some type of womb injury mm-hmm. that may come up, and we don't recognize that that's where the injury from is from, rather. And so when I've done it for myself, I can totally feel the difference afterwards where where like I just feel lighter or um, my cycle may show up different Mm -hmm. or um, I'm able to really sit and hear what my intuition really wants to tell me because I've cleaned so much of the quote unquote clogginess or stuffiness out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I do believe that uh, I should be better and do it probably like once a month after my cycle to really clean myself out better. Mm-hmm. But I just,
0: for whatever reason, don't do it. Um, how I got into it was yeah, I was like, did you go to sessions? Like, whoa, this is what I need. Or was it like a, somebody spoke to you about it? And it was like, yo, that's what I need to do. Like,
1: so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I started my actual healing journey, I would have to say. It was right after I had Dylan um, in seventeen, where I had just got out of a really bad relationship, and I needed something. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, the church wasn't enough. I needed something.
0: <laughs> I can't whistle without smiling. Every time I try to whistle, I'll be smiling. So that was, I was supposed to do a <laughs> for the church. My bad. I can't whistle. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Um, but and not saying that praying and fasting does not work, but I needed an extra oomph mm to my healing. Understandable. And um I started seeing Elisa for
0: uh, shout, out shout out to Elisa. Shout out to Elisa Bokeen. Yes, hey, sis. Uh, melanin and Mental Health. Flow and Ease. And flow and ease. Yes. Yes.
1: Um, and so I started seeing Elisa for chakra healing, which did amazing work. On me. Um, I feel like that r- rid a lot of energies that I didn't even know I had attached to my body. Mm-hmm. And then I made a decision like, hey, you know, someone helped me. Let me help someone else, you know? And that should really be all of our like journeys in life, mm-hmm. like, you know, reaching back and picking up the next person. If um, you feel
0: like you have the key, why not pass it along? To why somebody not else? pass it along? Help somebody. Why- why we why we gotta suffer y'all we don't we
1: We do not have to suffer and like i don't charge a lot for reiki whatever because Mm -hmm. i feel like then what's the point if a person can't afford it then why would i limit their healing just because they can't afford something Mm -hmm. so even if it has to be free it's something that i'm willing to do for that person if you're serious about your healing
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um so after like i said Receiving chakra from Elisa, I reached out to a friend and started taking the courses and became certified. And I've been helping people since August. Yeah, August twenty
0: nineteen. August twenty nineteen.
1: Right. Yes, twenty nineteen.
0: La. Whew, <laughs> whew, whew. I know it sounds so long ago, it right? Does. Oh my gosh, we're almost it up on a year. <laughs> wow. When you're going through coronavirus <laughs> and have nothing to do yeah. these days and months and times it's definitely been like four months that have passed and it's just like what what that's a, that's, a qu- that's a quarter of a year yeah yes wow okay well thank you for sharing that um i know a lot of i know my friends when i've mentioned that i've uh, had reiki performed on me they're just like huh what is like the concept is really poor so i'm glad you're able to kind of Break that up for them. So hopefully that some of you guys that are out there listening, you know, may buy some interest. Please feel free to reach out to Mel about that if you feel inclined to. I would definitely provide you guys with our information in the notes. Aside from yourself, who's had the biggest impact on your self-care journey?
1: Dylan. Ooh. My baby boy. Um, What
0: was it about Dylan that... I mean, obviously. So
1: I... I I had to go on this journey to not only be a better woman for myself, but be a better mother to him. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't be stuck in a dark place and still try to take care of him because that wasn't going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say that you just have to be happy all the time, 24-7, but at least be emotionally aware mm-hmm. where you are. And I don't think that you're able to do that if you're just constantly running, constantly going, because you don't sit down and take the time for yourself and mm-hmm. where say, where am I today? How do I feel today? And be honest. So like how you just asked me earlier, how are you feeling today? I'm tired. Mm-hmm. And that's perfectly okay to say. But most people, we are in this constant going nature where when someone asks us how we are, we're saying, oh, we're okay. fine. I'm
0: good. Yeah, I'm wonderful. I'm all
1: right. And it's a lie. It's a lie from the pits of hell. so just be honest and so I feel like um I'm healthy where I know our limits where I'm Mm -hmm. like okay Dylan go sit over there mommy just needs a minute or if like this weekend he's starting baseball plus he's in swimming and I'm like oh this is a lot we gotta do Mm -hmm. but I'm aware of what's going to happen and I know that I can still carve in time for myself in Mm -hmm. order to be there physically and emotionally for him while I do have him in all of these activities.
0: Yeah, I think that's definitely important to, uh, I guess, be able to identify, like, I guess it's more so being mindful of the fact that, okay, you have someone else to care for and not getting lost in caring for that individual or being so caught up in yourself and I guess in your own darkness that you are unable to take care of, right. are, are not, un, excuse me, that you are not able to take care of your child. Yeah. And so being mindful of like, okay, this is the impact that I'm having on, you know, them. Right. Like I need to get my shit together so I don't pass that along. Right.
1: And even like in the mornings when we're getting ready, like if I'm having a bad day, I can wake him up from my head sleep and he's already crying. And I'm like, <laughs> we just woke up. Like what's happening? <laughs> But if I'm having a good day, he's like, hey, mommy, let's do this. Whatever. I'm like, how do you know like what's going on with me? Like our energies, you know.
0: Well, you know he's been here.
1: Girl. (laughs) So, but that's important. Like you you just have to recognize, especially when, even if it's not another child, if you're helping taking care of your parents or um your teacher or in the medical profession, or what have you, where you're around other people, you have to be able to know where you are, Mm -hmm. so that you can show up at your best, even when you kind of don't feel like it, but showing up knowing that it's a part of you, Mm -hmm. because if you continue to suppress it, you're giving out all that energy to other people, and they mad, and you mad, and nobody know why y'all mad, and everybody's just having a bad day. That shit
0: is transferred. it It definitely is is. I remember being at work one time and my colleague my colleague next to me she didn't have to say anything and I just felt it and I got up and went over I was like went over to speak to one of the seniors in the department I was like something's going on over there (laughs) I don't know what it is and then later found out I found out what it was and I was right I was just like but she carried that energy with her and it's like like I said it's one of those things like you gotta be mindful and be able to step away or you know taking time to you know understand where you are yeah And when something, like I said, when something's a little off, let's figure out how we can fix this or figure out how I can show up and still be able to perform and do my job without compromising.
1: Even if it's at a minimum, like with everything that's been going on with, um, you know, Black Lives Matter and um, all of the murders that have been occurring, Mm -hmm. um, I haven't been showing up as my 100% happy, joyful self at work Mm -hmm. Um, last week. I had two coworkers that were undoubtedly getting on my nerves and they didn't do anything specifically to me. I just was not able to handle that at that moment. And I had to stop our conversation and say, hey, I'm fragile today. I really don't want to have these conversations. Um, Just kind of let me be Mm -hmm. like I know we can kick it. We can have fun, but I'm just not here right now. And to be able to acknowledge that and verbalize, they were like, cool.
0: Your actual feeling. I am feeling fragile right now. (laughs) Fragile. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I am emotionally unbalanced at this moment. And it lasted for a week. Mm -hmm. And I was finally, you know, I finally got out of it. And um, I did have one coworker that was constantly just like, are you okay? Just, you know, let me know when it's time for us to come around. And and I appreciated that Mm -hmm. because everybody been I mean, like oh, she got an attitude and what's wrong with
0: her away oh, you know, from Mel.
1: being angry black girl yeah. today you know and it's not even like that like mm. it's stuff really going on so just be aware that's that's the biggest takeaway be aware of where you are
0: when you are in those i guess dark moments what is it that is able to pull you out
1: mm. this is gonna sound very um i don't know actually so i'm just gonna say it Ooh. I don't really have a lot of dark moments anymore. And, honestly. Okay. That's a blessing. Um, but it's, it's only because I've been able to <clears throat> navigate myself through mm-hmm. them. So T- in the past, before I started my healing journey,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it was really just like praying, sit on the couch eating, being quiet, watching TV, maybe hanging out with some friends, drinking, you know, like typical stuff. Yeah. Sounds
0: like <laughs> Which, <laughs> Feels so like my 20s.
1: Right, which is nothing wrong with that because that's the way that you cope or what have you, you know. Um, but it's not until you learn better coping skills. If that works for you, as long as you're not endangering yourself for nobody, do what you need to do. As 34 year old Mallory, um, like we just said, I show up and ask myself how I'm doing. And if something is bothering me, Then either I vocalize it to the person Mm -hmm. or to myself and I become grateful. I literally say things that I'm like, just show gratitude for. Mm -hmm. Um, For instance, I used to have really, really bad anxiety. And so it would be even the littlest things that I would just lose my entire shit about. Um, So recently my car display went out. Um, so where I couldn't see the clock, the radio, couldn't do my maps, phone, that. all no. that good stuff. And so I was just like, okay, God, and it's a Sunday. So at first I'm like, how can I find a Buick dealership? Like I need to get this fixed.
0: Hey, Mercury, retrograde. Listen. Just
1: okay. <laughs> just. And so usually we it's a Sunday, I'm like, I can't find a car dealership. Like, what am I going to do? Oh my God, what's happening? But in that moment, I'm like, "Listen, the car actually still works. Mm-hmm. You have a cell phone that you can use, radio, clock, and maps on. Relax. Yeah, you will be able to go to the dealership later on. So I parked the car, I went where I needed to go, and when I got back in the car, it was back on. Mm-hmm. So if you there just you give the universe a chance, just some patience, a little some bit, patience, a little. That's bit. what it is. And and realize the positives." In the negative situation, if you can really hone in on those positives, your body will receive that mm-hmm. and will be able to transfer it, and the negative thoughts just kind of
0: flee. That's something that I've been trying to do. I'm glad you said that because I, being inside a lot now by myself, I found myself having a lot of negative thoughts. Mm-hmm. But I've within the past two weeks, I've become aware of that. I'm like, okay, you, you're you're becoming someone that. It's not you. Mm-hmm. So I do have to sit there and re-narrate what I just had in my head right. in a different pretty much what you are saying, expressing gratitude. So what I'm taking what I just said about myself or my situation or whatever it is and turning it into a positive. Okay, so what but what about this situation yeah. is good? Mm-hmm. What can you see? What can you learn from this? Mm-hmm. What what here where is the the light in the situation light. regardless? Even if it's something that's made up, because most of the time it's just made up in my head, whatever the situation is, (laughs) don't even exist. No, but that's that's how anxiety starts. Yeah. And that's that's pretty much what it is. It's anxiety. But like trying to, okay, well, how can I flip the narrative in my head? And it's always, okay, well, now I'm being more mindful to just say, hey, say this instead of this. Think this way instead of this way. But, and it's like, I'll have to do it immediately. (laughs) Like whatever it was that I just thought, no, switch it up.
1: And I would even offer you to stop recycling it. Um, write it out. So when those negative thoughts come, spill them out, write them out. I don't want to see them, though. You need to, because if you think them and they recycle, then you're you're combating them with the positive, granted, uh-huh. but you're actually getting them out and then start combating them with the positive. Or even like making slightly like pros and cons lists, mm-hmm. like the negative thought and then the positive about the negative thought. And I would even do that, like... um,
0: Oh, I like the positive about the negative thoughts. Yeah.
1: And then even, like, ending relationships or, like, breakups and things. Um, Those used to be really, really hard for me. Mm -hmm. Like, I am horrible at breakups. I'm better now. Mm -hmm. But I used to be really, really bad. Like, I would take it to heart and be like, what did I do, God? Like, Mm -hmm. da-da-da. But there's always a positive about the relationship. It's always, what did you learn? What did you get out of it? Um, be grateful that it was an experience because that's really what they are. Even if they don't work out, it was an experience and Mm -hmm. you were supposed to get something out of it. So it's, it's really the grand thought of that is turn your negatives into a positive. So I don't even. And it let, sounds so simple. It's it it's sounds, not simple. It, it sounds,
0: it, but it sounds like something that people have been spilling out, like that, like that shit that they say yes. at like some motivational, get pumped up type of seminars. It's like, yeah, turn your negatives into a like that's yes. what it sounds like, but it really. But, and it takes it works. years to get here. Yeah.
1: It I'm, it didn't happen yesterday that I get mm-hmm. here, but I don't give myself time mm-hmm. to be there because I can always find something to be grateful. For always regardless
0: of what it is i wake up in the morning sometimes and if it's completely dark i just stand up and look around i mean it is dark in the morning Um, i don't have a magical morning but But when i wake up and it's like maybe like four or three o'clock in the morning and it's just me in silence i'll just look around and be like i'm covered like i look from wall to wall and like i'm and I actually said that express gratitude for at least like the physical things that yeah. I do have around me or like, you know, just being at peace right now yeah. when I wake up, like not everybody has that. And I don't always have that every morning. Period. So Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> I do like to
0: have those moments too, you know, expressing the gratitude. So I'm glad you, I'm glad you mentioned that. That was, that was great. I like this one. What makes you feel most like yourself? Oh.
1: Okay, um, being at home. Home has become my sanctuary. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't put on shows for people, but I don't have to put on a show at home. You know, like, I don't have to go outside and pretend like the world is okay. Mm -hmm. I can be at home and feel however I want to feel. Um, Grounding myself Mm -hmm. a lot, whether it's going outside and just sitting on my patio and and smoking my weed.
0: <laughs> I just wanted the reason why we laughed is because she stepped away from the, the mic to ask me was it okay to say that? Yes. Oh <laughs> um, they know I smoke. We're good. We're good.
1: Okay. We're good. <laughs> what else? My Saturdays, when I get to do my self care routines, because if I choose a Saturday, I'm doing everything that same day. Mm-hmm. Like I'm doing nails, hair, facials, all in. Going same all day. the way through, going get the massage, got Mas- the eyelashes, Listen, <laughs> take the myself way. to dinner, might go all the for waxing. A drink. Listen, girl, waxing that's not a self care. That's <laughs> okay. Excuse,
0: excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse
1: <laughs> me. Um, but literally just feeling comfortable where I am. Um, Reiki does as well, because mm-hmm. I always get something out of the session when it's for someone else. I, I always get a nugget out of it. And so uh, when Spirit gives me a message, I'm just like, oh, okay, well, that was for me too. Thank you. You know? Um
0: yeah. Oh yeah, because you pick that up when you're practicing on other people something that will speak to you okay yes
1: and the message might be for them Mm -hmm. you know but some type of way it's relevant in my life as well so i look forward to doing reiki sessions because i'm like i know every single time i'm gonna get something out of it even if it's just knowing that i helped the other person i still got something out of
0: it with everything that's going on but what have you noticed about yourself that you had to adjust to be able to take care of yourself during this time so
1: with the virus, I don't really have that fear mm-hmm. of it. and It might be more so because I work in healthcare, And so I understand, you know, protecting yourself, wearing your mask and all that stuff. But when it was at its peak, before the peak that we're about to go through now, <clears throat> it wasn't a, like a level 10 threat to me. Um, I was actually grateful that it happened. I know that's going to sound weird, mm-hmm. but... I was so tired of like the nine to five, going to work every day, the routine of it all. Mm -hmm. Like, I was just like, universe, I'm done. I want out of this routine. And universe was like, okay, well, we're going to give you the virus. That's not quite what I had in mind. I didn't have the virus. Oh, I was like, wait, what? No, I'm saying that it was going, it it showed up in the world. I didn't have the virus. Okay. But what I'm saying is that it showed up and this is how I got out of my routine. And so I was able to sit at home and do more resting, um, not get up, get everybody dressed, get out the house, come home, cook dinner. It was, I got out of that. Mm -hmm. Um, Slow down. Slow down. Slow down. And if the people that, you know, it, it was really sad that people did lose their jobs or what have you, but. And lives. And lives. But for the persons that were able to slow down and didn't. Missed it I really feel like you Missed it like slow down that God has a way of doing things And it's not always our plan Mm Because that was not the plan I had to get me Out of the routine the plan I had was to give Me just another new job
0: (laughs) Same but (laughs) And trips And trips right
1: So um, but that was God's way of doing that so the virus really Didn't um, impact Me because I was off in the mornings Still had to go to work in the afternoons but the protests um not necessarily the protests but the actual murders itself. yeah
0: the murders the protests the the lack of action from people oh, the yes. like it's i mean there are a lot of points that we can <laughs> yeah that are that just kind of come together i mean all under the guise of racism yes
1: um that emotionally wore me out mm-hmm. uh for about a week or so and I didn't even know that I had all the emotion behind it that I did have until like I called Catherine on a Saturday morning and was bawling. It was like, I don't even wanna cry in this heart, but I am crying. And Dylan was there, you know, he was like, what's wrong mommy, you know, why are you crying? And I'm like, I'm crying about you. And -hmm. then I realized why I was so sad because I have to explain to my black child, Mm -hmm. my black son about you know what is happening and in 2020 we are still dealing with full-blown racism Mm -hmm. um that was dealt with in 1952 or what have you you know it may not look the same necessarily but it's all of the same act absolutely and so for me having to go to work and um where i'm one of two black persons in my building Um, The other lady is African, and we all know there's a major difference between African and African-American culture. Mm -hmm. Um, They don't know that, but we know. Well, we know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And there's nothing behind that or what have you, but there's just, there's a difference. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, unsure how she was really feeling, you know, I'm isolating myself. Um, Unbeknownst to me, she was isolating herself as well because of what was going on, and then we finally had a conversation. But... Just the emotional turmoil of having to isolate myself because knowing my colleagues didn't understand. Or, my biggest thing that I turned Fannie Lou Hamer on these people about was nobody asked if either one of us was okay. Mm. You know, we all got during COVID, uh, they wanted the employee assistance program to offer us counseling. You know that was plastered everywhere in the bathroom. I couldn't take a pee without looking up and pulling a number to go call or something. You know, discussing it at lunch, having multiple meetings about it. And then when this situation hit, no, everybody's quiet. And finally, my supervisor and I had a conversation. She was just like, "Well, this is after I blew up on
0: everybody." Oh, oh, you did have it. Oh, I thought you. Oh, I thought you said before I had. Oh, I didn't know you. I missed that. No, 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 I blew up on you. You did. I
1: did. I did. In front of my regional director, in front of my chief medical officer for OBG. I blew up because I'm not understanding why it's four important people in leadership and none of y'all have said anything. Now, I work for a university, so the president said his piece, the vice president, which was a black man, said his piece. They were very benign, very generalized. That didn't work for me. Mm -hmm. But I need to know why the four people that are my direct supervisors have not said anything. And that's the problem. And so after I turned Fanny Lou Hamer, then she wanted to come have a conversation.
0: Oh, it's right. too late. Did she cry? In the she conversation? didn't
1: cry, but cry. it was definitely like what she said was she didn't tell me, She didn't say anything to me because forty thousand years ago, when uh, Rodney King got murdered, she went. <laughs> she went to her black coworker and asked her, you know, was she okay? And the woman told her to get the fuck out of her face. She wouldn't understand because she was white and all this. And so my initial response was, what the fuck does that have to do with me? But I sat in it and said, this was your experience. And so while I understand, it doesn't make me feel any better. Mm -mm. But I definitely understood why you had a hesitation.
0: Why she was fearful of it. Yes, but she also started saying that all black people ain't the same. And you're like, not going to respond the same way. And
1: we're not going to respond the same way. And we've worked together for a year. So you should know me by now. Mm-hmm. You should know. Like, I click out on shit. But th- that wasn't the moment to click out. And so having that conversation, there were a lot of apologies from everybody around. And I'm like, I don't want no goddamn apology. How are we going to change the shit? And so it's been two weeks.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I have sent letters to HR.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I have sent another letter to our faculty body president. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sending you letters. You brought that action. I need action because I don't need to talk about cultural competency amongst my patients. We need to have some diversity training amongst us, our colleagues. Mm-hmm. And that's what I have a problem with. And so going back to what you were saying, it impacted me because I it, it showed me who people really were. Mm-hmm. In that moment and it was some of the people it was very hurtful because here i am you know thinking that we're closer than colleagues you know y'all have been with me through thick and thin through certain personal issues mm-hmm. and yet when we come to race you either want to put yourself in a situation that has nothing to do with you um or you just completely back out and don't say shit. yeah and neither one of those were okay with and it wasn't until after I said my spill, which word travels fast, and so all my regional directors then start, "Are you okay? Do you need anything?" Nah, bitch, I needed something two days ago. I don't need nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you know,
0: y'all could have kept that. Y'all could have kept that, and it it's because it's so disingenuous it sad that I
1: had to turn angry black woman on y'all. Um, and when I did that, I was like, God, if I lose my job about this, I'm perfectly okay.
0: You stood up for something stand yeah. for something
1: a fall for anything and baby we're gonna stand up today mm-hmm. flat foot and all and i'm able to walk through those trenches and i was so proud of myself like the healing journey actually actually also um helped me speak up for myself more like i've always been outspoken but i'm i'm choosing what to speak up for now mm-hmm. and having that balance of okay you can let this or no, bitch, you need to speak up about this
0: shit. Yeah. Is there anything on your heart that you want to share that we have not discussed or gone over?
1: Everyone should be, if if you're at least 25 and up, because I feel like between 21 and 24, you, you're you not really conscious of what you need or where you are in life. Um, You're just flowing. And that's perfectly okay, because all of most of our life experiences occur in our 20s. So enjoy it, try to get the lesson. If you don't get the lesson, it will come back around and you will be forced to get it by then.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, But if you are 25 and up, get on some sort of self-care plan, Um, regardless of what it is. It could be simply just going outside for 10 minutes and getting fresh air or taking a walk or Drinking water every Tuesday. Whatever it is, get onto something to be disciplined, to have something to revert to. So when times are bad, you can have an outlet.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, it's like picking them up in the good times. No, like so you when already. Bad
1: times it, come, you have something to go. That's on. already
0: in, in place that yes. you know that you can you know go to to be like this is what I need to satisfy in yes. this moment or to yes
1: yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, reach out for help if you don't know how to get on that journey, therapy, a hundred percent. We've mentioned a, an amazing therapist earlier, Elisa Bokeen, Melanin and Mental Health. Um, and yeah. You it, can
0: look, up, look on their website, they have a-
1: Multiple. A, a resources multitude for of black therapists. therapists or Latino therapists or whatever you may need. Um, but therapy, therapy, therapy in order to get that- Latinx. Okay. <laughs> in order to get that journey started. Um, <clears throat> And like we talked about earlier, just be conscious, just be aware of what you need. Um, we don't want to be ones to say, "I don't know what I need," mm-hmm. because that then people can't help you.
0: Um, and like I said, if you're at that moment, that that means you got to sit there and sit with it. You got to sit out. with it. Yeah.
1: Hopefully, you've been sitting with it in the quarantine. I hope a lot of people have been learning throughout the
0: quarantine.
1: Um, so. Yeah, that's it. Do do your work so that you can be better for yourself, um, your children, your spouses, your mm-hmm. boyfriends, and then honor yourself by getting into relationships with other people that are on their own journey. Because you can't be on a journey and another person is lost, and then when you break down, they can't help you because they don't know what to do because they don't have a plan mm-hmm. to set for them, you know? So get with people that are somewhat aligned. Um, I, always, I always ask men when we start talking, have you been to therapy? Are you opposed to going to therapy? Mm-hmm. How is your emotional health? Because I refuse to get with another man that has not done his work or at least trying to do his yeah. work, you know? So honor yourself um, as a woman or a man and align yourself with people that are on that same journey.
0: I would agree with that. Yeah. Is there anything that you wanted to say about the title of this show? <clears> oh, <throat> <I was> self-centered. <laughs> so, <laughs> forgot
1: all about that. Um. So before we started the podcast, I asked Kia what the name of the podcast was, which I, when you said it, I remembered it, but I couldn't think of it (laughs) in that moment. Um, So when she said self-centered, I am dating someone right now and we were out to dinner Saturday and um, we were talking and he made a comment of, you're just very self-centered. And I was like ready to go, black girl crazy on him. Like, excuse me, sir. Like, what do you mean? I've been nothing but loving and kind to you during this whole time. I've helped you through certain situations. I've calmed your anxiety down. Like, how
0: how dare you?
1: Dare you say that I'm selfish? Because that's what I heard in my mind, you know. And he was like, "Whoa, calm down." Actually, and that's not what I meant. He was like, I mean that you are very aware of who you are and what you need, and you do a lot to take care of yourself physically, emotionally, spiritually, and you don't allow anyone to cross a barrier or a boundary that you're not comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, I was like, first of all, I'm in love because you see me. Feels so good Ooh, yeah. to have a partner that sees you in that light. Um, and then, second of all, I realized that that was something inside of me that kind of triggered. Like, why did I get you know so offended that he called me self centered? And he didn't, you know, get mad. He was just like, "Babe, this is what it is. It's totally okay." And I'm like. I apologize. And look
0: at how be him being patient as well. Like, wait, actually, yes, I'm,
1: actually, yes, because he could have been like, "Oh,
0: girl, you was crazy as shit." Yeah. That ain't even what I meant. Yeah. Like, what you mean? Like, what the fuck? You always blowing
1: up about yes. some shit. And he yes. was just patient
0: and be like, "Actually,
1: this is what I this meant. is what I and meant." I was just like, <laughs> "So you want my vagina right now or later?" <laughs> <laughs> but um. I love that you did name the podcast self-centered because a lot of, we do have a negative connotation with that word. Um, it's, it's frowned upon. It's not looked at like, is to me, it looks like, oh, you're selfish. You think you're better than everybody. You're an elitist. You're mm-hmm. arrogant. All these negative words that accompany with that. Um, but to turn that into a positive, that was such a good thing. And so thank you. And I honor you for actually doing that because you're teaching people. You're showing them <laughs> Don't do that.
0: <laughs> and you sh- <laughs> I told sh- her I was fragile before. We started,
1: <laughs> Wait, she's tearing I am out. deep in cancer
0: season, y'all.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. But but that really is you're you're helping somebody because you're teaching them that the words that we've learned and we've thought about our as of ourselves, you know, aren't necessarily what they are. And so that's a really good thing.
0: Thank you. You're welcome. And it's about just relearning. Not relearn. Yes, no, relearning. Yeah. Relearning. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what, we've all been taught some, some form of way of how to cope or manage or hear things or interpret things. Yes. And we think that it's, that's the only way. We've grown up thinking that's the only way because that's what the People before us yes. told us, and I just feel like we are all at a good place where we can break all that. Yeah. generational change and and think about things in a different way. Yes, and we don't have to be the same as those that came before us. Yes,
1: um, me and the guy I'm dating, we were actually just having a conversation about that yesterday. Um, we were just talking about women's vaginal health mm-hmm. and how um, a lot of women don't know how to take care of their bodies. I know I'm going off topic, but no, it fine. has to do with it. Women don't know how to take care of their bodies, specifically their vaginas. Um, And so when I'm a women's health nurse practitioner, so when they come in, you know, I have to re educate them and they're like, well, my mom told me to do this or my grandmother taught me this. And it's like, your grandmother grew up in a space where she had to make a decision that was good for the whole family and it worked. You know, there was no, not saying that our grandparents weren't educated, but there was no, Education about what was learned when we came over from slavery, we had to adapt to a whole new thing, mm-hmm. and so our grandparents don't know, you know, what was going on before slavery. We had to make up our own rules and regulations in Black America, and there weren't
0: options either. And
1: there weren't options. If there was one, it was which colored fountain you go go drink at, because you can't go to all these other white ones, mm-hmm. you know. And so our parents did the best that they could by learning from our grandparents because even then. Our parents were both born in what, the late 40s, early 50s? Early 50s. 50s. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so that's still Jim Crow era, mm-hmm. you know? And so we get here in the 80s, grow up in the 90s, here in the 2000s, and it's like, oh no, we have access to more education. We have access to more trainings. It's, so, it's just more access in general. And so with the information that we are given, we have to say, hey, while I honor and I have compassion for what you did teach me, I also recognize that this was not it. Mm-hmm. And while doing it respectful, you still have to do it, and don't hold yourself bound, thinking that is disrespectful to your parents, mm-hmm. because a lot of stuff is considered talking back. You know, and we're generally just speaking up for ourselves. Or, dad, being agree, or being inquisitive. Or being inquisitive. Like- Dylan asked me why 15,000 times about something, and I answer. I don't answer all 15,000, because by time number 10, I'm like, I just answered that question. Money. Yes, but I want him to know that it's okay to ask the question, Mm -hmm. because it's still women and men that are locked up in our 30s and 40s that refuse. I'm not questioning my mom or dad. They're my elders. I'm not questioning my grandparents. They're my Mm -hmm. elders that's disrespectful and it's not
0: It's not and that in turn bet you they're not speaking up in other parts of their lives either and that's
1: true as well that's true as well so that's another thing start speaking up for yourself you know determine when to speak up and that self-care in itself Mm -hmm. because you're speaking up and when you don't speak up for yourself you hold on to it and it starts to eat at you and then it can turn into anger and rage and all these other different negative emotions and you need to just be comfortable knowing that as long as you speak up respectfully, it doesn't matter what the consequence may be. Mm -hmm. There is no such thing as whatever retaliation may come to you because the gift was you standing up for
0: yourself. And that's priceless, like to stand up and be completely comfortable with the decisions that you made.
1: Yes. Especially in adulthood. Yeah.
0: Mel, Mm. thank you so much. You're welcome. I really appreciate this conversation. It was very necessary for me. I got a lot out of it, Um, and I do hope that my listeners that they definitely received something from this. I know they did, so I I definitely appreciate. Yeah, I mean, like you know, that's because that's where we at. (laughs) 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 Because we're self centered. Yes. (laughs)
1: Yes. Yes, exactly. Self centered, and you know what? I'm actually going to start using that word as a attribution or quality about myself. When people say, "Who are you?" Self centered.
0: Absolutely. And let's change it. it. Let's change the narrative, y'all. Change
1: it. Thank you. No, thank you.